So just before we get started, I guess for the viewer's sake, we're going over moments that change skating. Is that sound kind of accurate? Yeah, I think I think that's the idea. The idea is uh, yeah. moments that help shape or change uh, the path of you know skating and the moments that have impacted and changed the history mm -hmm. and the people who have been uh, part of that. And you know, sometimes it's specific to tricks, sometimes it's specific to people, sometimes it's specific to events. But I think that's the general idea. So yeah, yeah we needed, we wanted to do that. And we obviously needed the help of these the gurus. two right here. The gurus. Yeah. Yeah, because me, me and you started off, and then we asked you guys, and then you guys just fucking went off with it. Oh, and yeah. It was way over my head, at least. I don't know about Billy's, too, but way over my head. No, totally. I was like, totally. I was like Let's, we're going to split this up. So we're doing the early days now, and then we'll do a more modern era version next, yeah. next time. Yeah. It, we just, we just got to be – we just have to make sure we, we, we focus on how far we want to go. Yeah. How, like, well, and, 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 because there's this, there, there's there's like fucking weird ending. stories. Of course. That, yeah. Like that did really affect. If we really want to talk about the people that really start this, that shit. That when we were young, they were so ahead, and we didn't understand how. There's a reason for that. Well, I'm saying you guys like, shift from like other decades. Yeah. If you want to <laughs> go all the way to what happened in the late '60s and '70s, and what happened when everything disappeared, and then I don't know where in the '80s in Europe blow up, and then right there in the '90s happened. And then we got people like Tom Fry and all those people that we don't understand how good they are, but we don't know there is something happening <clears throat> that nobody find out because it was in the obscure. And it had to do with role baiting. That's why those guys were so fucking ahead of the time that we were like. And I, I, another thing too is uh, Miguel is roller skating. Like, mm -hmm. yes. When I started traveling for role baiting, um, when I started traveling for role baiting, roller skating was already especially on vert, it was already doing progressive things that I don't think role players were doing. So nope. that's, yeah. that's someone that, you know, yeah. if I remember, we go to back to 1970 something. <laughs> well, we could just talk about our world, you know, and how we were. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start with this. Let's start with this. Before Tony Hawk, Mike McGill and everybody do 540s on vert, that come from skating. And twist was roller skating. Yes, Mac Mac twist, twist stuff was, and sliding all weird. That's roller skating. Yeah, and, and well, it was the spider and, rolling too. That was like a thing. Yeah, and that comes. Oh, yeah. That comes. Is that this? Actually, was, yeah. was, was, was spider roll the was, was yeah, spider roll yeah. the side surface? Yeah, yeah, side stance. Let us know about that. Yeah. Coming from the source. Okay, I mean, from the source, Duke Green. I I feel like I got in pretty early with the blading stuff, but. uh I really felt like when I was going Lausanne, like those days, there was stuff that I didn't understand that yes. was happening, you know, like on, on roller skates and on rollerblades too, like Tom Fry, like Miguel mentioned yeah. Tom Fry. Were there roller skating events There was already Lausanne? a thing happening, you know? Way, like, like two decades ahead of us. Yeah. Basically, basically like this, you know why side stands, like trap style roller skates come from? For surfing. Because... The main, the only, the only object toy that moves sideways that all everybody was trying to imitate in land, in the land, in hard surface, what the originators was surfing because they're going sideways. So skateboarding is going sideways. Roller skating was going sideways because they're imitating the attacking of the wave and they brought it oh, to yeah, bank yeah. and surfing. So everything started at the same time. BMX, skateboarding, and rollerblade, roller skating is a toy. 
that they're trying to simulate surfing. Which is why there's bowls and stuff, right? Because the yes, bowls are simulating that's, a wave, that, right? Exactly. And that's why the, that. those, those guys were skating side stands because they're front side and back side like a surfer because everybody's imitating those guys. That's why they were side stands. And also had to do with stability. It's a lot more stable to go side stands for all those people because they were surfers, some of them. Yeah. That makes sense? That so anyway. Anyway, the guy invented the, the 540, Blue Green, and all that. So all that, all, all, that, all that stuff back in the happened. day, like that started on, on roller and skates. Then, yeah, and then they disappeared in America because it was such a toy. The skates had been controlled by manufacturers, by big companies. Skateboarding had the way to get out of the toy business and start the skateboarding movement. Roller skating is still under the umbrella of toys, so they control it. So they never evolve in ramps. Ten yeah. years later, they stopped. But Europeans saw that, that happening, so they got it over there. It disappeared in America, but Europeans continued up through the 80s. And those mother in Australia, and those motherfuckers took it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Then, in, then they, they had the same situation. They couldn't manufacture skates for tricks because they were controlled by manufacturing factor companies. They just don't care about that. They wanted people just skating safely. So what happened? Remember, was, uh, Danny Wainwright was one. Like Danny yeah, Wainwright. Yeah. He, he was fight. doing, oh my God, rhymes yes. on skates and McTwist on skates, like, and, and yeah, I was just, they, I was confused when I went to Lausanne. Yeah. I was just like, I thought this was a role playing contest, but there was. When was Lausanne, John? Uh, ninety. Uh, well, I was, I went to like maybe the third one. I don't even know, but I didn't go to the first one for sure. Yeah, that was an existing, uh, festival. So I think roller skating might have been the first, the yeah. first. Uh, event that they threw because it was so prominent back then. Yeah, and ju- was that just on the vert ramp or was that on the street course? Or? On the vert ramp that I know of. Yeah, there were street skaters, but they I were remember so seeing, I remember seeing Brian Wainwright yeah. in the old school videos back in the day, like the old school VGs. And he was in those VG, on parts. He was yeah. always in those. Yeah. yeah. So there. Sorry, my kid. <laughs> I'm muting it. I'm muting it when he's freaking out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and. And there was like Bo Espel, Bo Espel, Bo Espel, yeah, Bo Espel, yeah. He was sick. He was he was doing like technical grinds on roller skates, and then Renee Holgren, yeah. like he was roller skating saying, first. W- w- was there a shift where yeah. Renee there was who, and Bo, yeah, Bo Espel, like, Bo Espel like, did blades. Was Renee formerly like yeah. a, a quad skater? Did he skate on the roller skates? Yeah, or did, yes. was he straight on blades? No, Renee, no, Renee, Renee was Renee's roller skater first. Yeah. And what about Tom Fry? Like you were saying, Tom Fry's been around. A skateboarder. A long time. Yeah. He was a skateboarder, but he was watching videos from Munich, Germany. They have the World Skateboard Contest. This is something I heard from Manuel the Leaders the other day. Manuel was like, Manuel was a roller skater, and his Manuel was like, I remember Tommy bringing this video from Munich, Germany. And it's true. I remember this video. It's a very contest that happened from, from early 80s all the way to the almost 90s that the World Skateboard Cup have a roller skating World Cup too. And mm-hmm. these motherfuckers were pulling forward 900s on lower skates. Damn. And all those guys were from the era of Brian Wainwright, Boaz, Goldrenes, Ty Chris, all those guys. They're, they have generations <laughs> and everything and that thing. But what happened was that skateboarding took off because they were like, fuck the control from the companies. Let's make skateboarding our shit. Roller skating was like waiting for the miracle for these toy companies to come out with a, with a skate for do tricks that never happened. So what happened at the same time in 19, 1987 to the early 90s, rollerblading came. 
And what happened? Rollerblading was a dance. Rollerblade was dancing and doing all this weird shit. But what happened mm. was that the only way to attract more people was to have an avert ramp. So all the roller skaters were like, let me try the blade so I can make money doing the shows. That's what San, uh, Rafael Sandoz, Rene, mm. everybody did. They was like, the only way to the roller skaters can make money was to jump a pair of blades so they can get hired by rollerblade to do to be the background of the vert shows. And that's that early sense. 90s. And that was Chris Edwards over here doing that too, jumping over cars and blah, blah, blah. So some of those guys just evolve into inline skate, just like a skateboard evolved to having nose and tail. The only right. way to evolve was catching up with, okay, the, the inline, now, now that is the future. So let's, they just jump on it. The other guys just stay around roller skating, but they disappear and fade away because they were never heard. Brian Wainwright tried so hard to come up with a roller skate that it was for tricks and no other companies accepted. So they just keep pushing their own cell. They weren't hockey skates or, random skate and making the old grand plates. But just like Bling at the beginning to do aggressive. So, but the company never believed, so blading just evolved right there. And Chris was the pioneer of actually real blading. Because there was people skating street. There was people sliding on rails and kicking rails on roller skates. But nobody gives a fuck about them because it was just yeah. a toy. They never put, the guy never there had a chance to show themselves. There were people doing rails on roller skates, you're saying? You're saying there were people yes. doing rails, handrails yes. on roller skates. Yes. I like that. Slashing, that, that sliding, kicking and shit. But then Chris wow. Edwards came, came up and he, him and Arlo were the ones that were like, they were the modern, like, all right, let's make this shit cool. And they, well, they pushed well, into the tarmac. There, okay. So, 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 okay, so that, that's a good place to start. Like, yes, <laughs> that of, is the start. Of, of yeah, that is the start. Right? Huh? Um, so you were saying uh, Edwards and Arlo, right? But I, like, I no. know, even I know, I'm not as, like, no I'm not as OG as no you. Boys. I know Arlo came, Arlo came a little later. Right? Yeah, Doug Boys was the first one. <laughs> Before Edwards, there was another Chris. Doug Boys and Eddie Jackson. Doug Boys, Doug Boys, I believe, in Eddie Jackson. Yeah, because they were part of Team Rollerblade
Well, I mean, we all know when he grind that fucking rail, that red rail. What red rail? Uh, no, I think it was a uh, there to air. I think it was. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, with the grass on the side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like yeah. he was jumping. Then, then came, he did it, and he was landing. It was cool. It was still really flashy and weird looking for me, at least. When I saw Chris, I was like, "Oh, that's cool," but he's still looking like those guys are dragging their knees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can tell on the landing. Because this is this is funny. When I first saw rollerblading, I was like, "That's lame." Really? What the knee drag? Because of the knee. I thought that was in, so cool, man. In my in Puerto Rico, where people with spandex and doing the whole shit, and I was like, "Oh, whoa, that could be something." But now I was like, "That's whack." I was like, skateboarding, roller skating, rollerblading, jumping on shit, and doing grinds. And I was like, "That's cool," but they look like fucking futuristic fuckers. Yeah. And then I saw Chris, and I was like, that's cool. But then I saw Arlo, and I was like, fuck, this is it. Because he brought the fucking, the, the, the thing that you don't, you don't, you don't really, under, people don't understand, like the style, that the whole thing, that you cannot talk about. It's just something that you feel. I, that was Arlo. He brought the attitude. He brought the He style. brought the fucking thing. I think, I think my opinion, that's when I was like, fuck. Like this, but this, like, was the, this was, so this was the era when, like, be, like, I remember seeing Arlo on MTV Sports. He had like yes, a little before that. Before that. Yes, before that. Well, my, my first, right. my first influence. I mean, was was definitely Chris Edwards, but and it, it was like, for, but for me, it was more like he was like Superman. Yes. You couldn't, you couldn't attain <laughs> what he was doing. You, I yeah. couldn't like visualize myself doing what he was doing, because in there to air, he was already doing big rails. And then in Airborne, he was doing, he was skating transition and jumping stairs. Yeah. You know that stair yeah. jump he was doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, that, was yeah. Like, oh, man, that was like the coolest thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, dude, I want to do that. But yeah. how do that you was do that? the coolest thing. That's so scary, probably. Or you're going, you're going down the hill was scary on skates back then, you know? Yeah. yeah. Going, down, going down the San Francisco hills was like, that was like frightening. But he was just jumping the stairs like. He threw his power no, slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole like, montage. Yeah. So no, that whole montage, like I, I watched that recently where he yeah. starts his skating bit, like jumping yeah, yeah. on houses and, mm-hmm. and then like he ends the whole thing and like he's picking yeah. up, you know, BMXs and skateboarders. That's one of the coolest things. Yeah, that was it for me. That was it for me and my whole cool. crew. Yeah, same. Like yeah. I remember, and you, it's funny you mentioned the knee slides, but that was like a big thing for us. Yeah. For my crew. Like we, like, we want to do the knee slides. We want to get bonus pads. <laughs> Yeah, we want to knee slide in, but then we were like, "Dude, those pants are expensive. They're like a hundred bucks." You know, they're like, "Oh." It's like when you got that, you were like, you had status, you know. And then all my buddies ended up doing it. They ended up getting that. They spent a hundred bucks, or it was eighty bucks. I I saw knee slides and I saw those sweeps and then the downhill, and I was like, "Yeah, that's cool. That's like like a skier. I can see that. It feels cool." But it was all these shit stair bashing happening. Yeah, that's cool. But and, and, and you see it, eh, but then you see Arlo, and then you see like the proper stance of landing and the style and the and the whole attitude behind, like you know, and and that's when that's when like Chris definitely opened the door, like get the fuck out of here, let me fucking <laughs> go head first. But then Arlo and Tom and these guys come in, and I was like, I, I can do that. I can relate to that. That's fucking like rad. There's a definitely sense of like suburbia, maybe because of the movie. Or Chris was more of like this kind of vibe. I thought like they built him. Yeah, they, they have kind of like cool. yeah, surfer like tr- suburban. Yeah, kind of hero guy. And then comes 
the street edgy bald dude yes. just trying the biggest rails, not giving a fuck, just yeah. you know. And well, that was like, yeah. so then after that, it was just kind of like I want to be that guy, you know. Yeah, like, that was it. That was it. Yeah, and he took he, he just took it on his shoulders and yeah, everybody like wanted to see him. Shit and like looking I, I, I want to ask you guys. I want to ask you guys something personal because, okay, we're, I want to get into Arlo because that's such a, a big thing, but you guys both have, like, I don't, rem Tom Fry's influence didn't hit me like it, it did you guys because yeah, I'm from, like, me neither. just that later generation and yeah, the way you guys like, talk about Tom Fry, you're like, Tom, Tom, and I, I like, I think a lot of people, like, I don't really get it. But like to you guys, like yeah. he's obviously so I kind of but I noticed he was in like, you know, the first Daily Bread and he obviously had like this big impact. So I was curious if you could like expand on like what his contribution well, go, was. I mean Miguel, I, I can go real quick, I'll do a short one and then Miguel will definitely expand. He's your hero. And he's my hero too. Uh but there's a certain there's a certain type of skating that still exists to this day that you can appreciate. Um, and he, and he, he, there's only a few guys who can stand the test of time and you can put his skating in the early nineties and put it in him now. And it's still better than a lot of shit that's out, you know? And, and I think I mentioned the original ATV was, was him. Maybe I did or didn't, but he was the original AT, all terrain skater. And not only was that, he was that, but he also invented like, the tricks. He invented the fish brain. He invented the flat spin. He did stuff. And maybe it was his influence on skateboarding or whatever. His, with his friends, they were all pro skateboarder or whatever it was at the time. But he was doing stuff like back then, like then that transcend now more than a lot of things, you know, that people are doing. Yeah. So it's, and not only that, I mean, his personality and yeah, uh, he's a very he's a very um rebellious dude like yeah fucking sick <laughs> like you talk about rebellious and uh, alternative he might not be vocal you might not even know about it now because people just are are younger but he was like no fuck that that sucks like, yeah and, and he would hold to it and and you just be like tom relax dude like no fuck that i, I it's not cool and, and that's, <laughs> that's 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 in all of us you know yeah, he's the exactly. he's the original in my opinion he's the original fuck that dude like fuck damn yes independent 100 percent. Yeah. i never and heard I, I guess i'll leave that I'll let it go to miguel now <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go when i met him and then i'm gonna go back when the first time i saw him like yeah. basically when i first saw him like skating i was like he was just ripping he knew how to skate Scotty told me not a while ago that Cosmo Wheels came out from testing wheels to sell it to the hockey people. So Tom was really good at hockey. So he knew how to stop and shuffle. So that's that's at the roots from uh, from Tom. Like he he got the skateboarding and the hockey, right? So when I first saw Tom in footage of the uh, '94 Nice and uh in first VG, I saw him doing these things that is not trying to put a show. He's thinking like behind the something. He was like coming up fakey, spinning three this way, keeping a line fakey, not striding all crazy, like making eight wheels touching flat and pumping. And I was like, fuck the world. This is <laughs> it for me. Like, 
the, the, art, the art of actually the actual skating yes part, you yeah. know like, yeah. and be able to go spin both ways and yes. spin backwards and grind with both feet and spin in and out and then do like you know like there's something to say about invert when you do too many flips it's like it's whack right it's like dude yeah. you just did another flip you know the flip another flip and, and tom understood like it's not about flipping it's about a kind of a process of skating uh, that yeah. should be appreciated a kind of vocabulary of skating like we do in street that should be appreciated and he was doing it he was 360 <laughs> top filling in and out and and you know faking inverting in and out and the oh the different ways that no one can do it and i don't oh, even know what they call it or i don't know sad i don't know what you call it you know yeah, yeah. there's all kinds of names that he, and all. yeah he invented all that stuff but yeah. anyway and he sorry. went from people who were just pucking it to he was like bringing like a whole Whatever, like yeah. I, I would imagine, like some of that would be skateboard influence, like a lot of that. Yeah, definitely, like, definitely. Yeah, and also, also that is something that I saw from him when I saw him skating. Then, like whatever, it's like a. For me, it knocks on my brain when like it's more. He seeing him skating show me that it was more than just the tricks and the things that you can do. There's a, it's a, it's a personal. Uh, Skating is such a body action that when you do tricks, the, the body talks. It's like, I don't care about impressing you. I'm fucking doing me. Fuck, get there. I'm, this just feels good. Like, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm you would, just you, doing you whatever. Root, I would root for that. You would root for that. Like, yeah. You, know, you would see yeah. Cesar do the crazy big backflip, but then you're like, dude, Tom, you know, like, yeah. this, is some, this is something different, you know? He didn't give a fuck. He was yeah. doing him. And I was like, yeah. that guy's sick. Yeah. Then I met him in Nice '96, and he was comp competing in that day. And he didn't show up for the contest. He just stick around skating around the contest, just hitting the ledges and shit. And I saw him. I said, like, "Oh my God, it's Tom Fry!" So I spent all Sunday just watching him skate, following his ass. And they're gonna call him to compete, and he's like, "He just keeps skating, doing his thing, mm -hmm. need to compete." And I'm skating with him, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, take care, homie, buddy. Uh, take yeah. care, mate. I'm gonna meet up with this chick." Like, yeah. And he just left the contest to continue his lifestyle. He didn't give yeah. a fuck about the contest. He won X Games the year before. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah. He was just there to skate and fucking live the experience. So he, he, was like, he was like the original cool guy. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. That right there, when I saw like that the first, You know what's like, even cooler about him is that, that you guys don't get it now. now yeah. You know? Because that's, that's yeah. like, that he's is. the coolest motherfucker in role-playing ever, probably. I, I always... Fucking coolest. <laughs> when yeah. I saw that shit, I was like, fuck yeah, fuck contest. I'm going to every contest to fuck girls and meet my homies and fuck the world. <laughs> this is sick. I'm sorry, I'm not saying, but I'm gonna be a hesher. I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna fucking play. I don't care. Yeah. That right there, that 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 was the whole thing that I saw from Tom. I was like, that's a lifestyle. You know, that's like that's he was the first one being a lifestyle like rollerbladers, just just being like a hesher and just be like, I'm getting high and gonna go fish paint the fucking world like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally, shit. Totally, yeah. I don't know if that, that, that was translated day. over to like videos and magazines and stuff though, because like Billy said, like I never thought about it that yeah. I know who's free. Tom he was pre pre sections. He was pre sections. Yeah. Like, he didn't make a section. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. didn't have like that epitome of like, oh, that was my best section or that would have been or Yeah. Yeah. He it just, is so he was sad. Sure. I never thought about that. Yeah, he was it's so sad because the first basically the first, let me see. Maybe the first six years or four years of rollerblading this this toy was invaded by this mentality of making money that let's create a circuit let's make people on the tv understand what skating is and this just sell skates 
and just use the pros that are in the moment and chew them out and speed them out and get the next ones. Yeah. We've lost, you got, we lost you got bitter. six. Yeah. yeah. So we lost these first six years, I believe, six years of blading. There was some cool shit that really built culture, right? And thanks to John that fucking invented the NYTA and all this thing that he brought the culture. But other than that, the skating manufacturers were just selling skates to make people understand and just grab the skates and take off. It was no like, this is the skate, but this guy did this and you should be in love about this. And you should like, there was no talk communication about uh, getting involved with a culture. I was lucky enough that I saw that and I got in, I got drove and in touch my heart. But if I didn't I, see that, I would be doing yeah. something else that, you know, <laughs> I don't want to like downplay like you guys not, not understanding him because it's, yeah, yeah. it's not, no. I'm not trying to downplay that, but, I'm also, but, he, totally. but he, he is like, his influence is still to this day. You can see it yeah. like the test of time. Look at all the, the, the amazing skaters that came out of Australia because of him. No, it's like you know? Australia's he's, got one of the, the coolest. OG, he's, DJ. Yeah. he's the OG Tim Ward. He's the OG yeah. anything, anybody at uh, Gavin Jerome. Like he's the OG. Yes. He's the one yeah. that was already doing yeah. it before everybody, but they followed him. They they know his lineage. They know no, I, I I totally like remember his skating and like BG six yeah. and like seeing things like that. I just yeah. I started yeah. just like a couple years. I totally get that though. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah, from, like yeah. and you you guys explaining it like right now like makes a ton more sense. And like I'm starting yeah. to like see his tricks and be like, oh yeah, you know, okay, I get Man that. Man, the day it's also I had so much fun with him. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, it totally, was right? a wild guy. We had the craziest times in Australia scoring. He's like a Dion Anthony Ryan Jacklone kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that, those are the things like the Jacklones, the Dion's, the Toms, like yeah, all, all that thing, man, like. It, uh, I'm glad that I was addicted to rollerblading, so I searched for those things deeply. I even though I didn't know them, but I kind of trying to catch up and see. Yeah. But we lost the opportunity to showcase a culture for so many years that it's so sad that we did, like whoever was in charge didn't give a fuck about that. And it's had to be 25 years later that we kind of talk about it. It's kind of bones me, but it's, it's cool that at least we saw it and we understand we can continue saying that like, how cool this shit really is since the beginning. But there was yeah. no attention towards the right thing, which is happening now. I'm glad, but you know, I mean, there's so much cool history that yeah, it was never told. <laughs> mm. <laughs> this yeah. Jump Streets, you know, is a big yeah. part of that. You guys yeah. came I mean, to Australia, yeah. Austin, and like you hit up Scotty <laughs> and you did that, and yeah, and just <clears throat> and Scotty coming back. Scotty was a I was a co-host. <laughs> What's that? You were co-hosting. Oh yeah, you know, well, yeah. The, the, the connection of like, totally, the time, you know what I mean? It's yeah. definitely. What was with Australia? Oh, Mike, sorry, random thought. Mike Tyson's coming back. You see that? I saw the video. Yeah, it was oh, crazy. Mike, Mike Tyson in box right now. Oh, he's watching that. Crazy too. I feel bad for his pad man. Oh my god, his pad man. I was so bad. I was like, oh my god, it's gotta be True. so tough. Destroying him. Anyway, I just thought like. Tom Fry is gonna be Mike Tyson. Just don't worry, he's coming back. So you gotta get yeah. that new knee. Yeah, no, he got, you know it's funny. Like got the, got got the, new knee. Him, the photos yeah. that I see of Tom Fry, he looks like you know healthy and shape. Yeah. he looks like he's yeah. still. Skating. Well, that's that. Um, Miguel mentioned it. It's that hockey stance, you know. Yeah. Yes. AD Roscoe and and Danny Beer and like this. Hey, it's like they got this hockey, you know. Uh, it's like kind of in the blood, you know, control. Yeah. 
this science behind anything else that is just a, that, that, that motion. They know how to make the motion, you know, but don't, don't get me wrong. Yes. I, I'm not saying like the people that learn how to solve them before skating backwards, they need to do something because they brought the flavor. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think that is the, that is like key. It's, it's not that, that I hate when old uh, people that call themselves OG call saying like, Oh, this kid needs to learn how to skate. and blah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. They will learn eventually. Uh, let, them, let them be themselves. They're going to learn, you know? <laughs> so so you, don't believe in, you don't believe in the whole, you have to like, you should lo- know how to skate properly before you start jumping on tricks and shit? Fuck no. I believe <laughs> you have to do whatever the fuck you want. And then I'm going to call you out when you look like shit skating. And then you'll fix it. But it's not like <laughs> you should it's not a right or yeah. wrong. That's what we all do it. Mm. You shouldn't be a right or wrong. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. If you're a right or wrong, fuck off. Let's go play a team sport. Like, that's why yeah. we're all become sick. Because then there's this yeah. guy that can barely fucking push, but he can fucking fish when your ass, and that's John. <laughs> and he that made that fuck. He 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 brought break dancing stance. He brought a fuck you. I'm <laughs> on my way in fish ring, and everybody was like, "Holy fuck!" So I'm a fan okay, of okay, because of the stance. Okay. But then it's like JJ that made like he put the fucking sauce on it. <laughs> okay, so hang on. I'm like, right, hey, on. Not a <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I know. Because we're doing like this timeliney. We're, we're doing like this timeliney thing, and uh, so we're talking about Tom Fry, and then so John, Tom you were looking Arlo. to Arlo, right? Yeah. Fucking. Hesher. So I remember seeing me. I remember seeing Arlo on MTV Sports. He had like yeah, the yeah. three different haircut thing. We had like the, the halo, chops. the horns, this, like the shape, <laughs> yeah. the chops. Oh, right? definitely. And I was already, I was, like, oh I was my ready. God, this guy I was already stalking him by then. <laughs> yeah, at that point, I was like, "This guy's a total freaking rock star!" And yeah. oh my god, I love blading. I'm a blader now. That's it. And like, before I was a blader, but I wanted to be, so I was like a poser blader. But I had to like try to get in there. But um, yeah. So right around that time, John, you were like, that's when you started. I mean, I was seeing you in Hoax too. So you were like right up there skating with him. So like. You obviously have like a huge impact on like the history of, of blading and like through Arlo. So like, what was that like uh, through your eyes? Like, and looking at Arlo directly and seeing him on MTV Sports and being a part of the scene, knowing that like, oh wow, this is a very real, tangible moment where Arlo, you know, Arlo was scared of the shotgun rails in Hawks too, and John was doing so to far side. So what's up, right? Oh yeah, yeah. that's all that story. <laughs> Uh, it, it was it's surreal like it's like anything if you if you meet your hero like yeah it's weird what's that the situation those shotgun rails that yeah, you i was like bro i was shaking i met him i didn't know what to do <laughs> Wait, the they, they, actually, they actually put me in the uh, winnebago with with him and like the camera and all this and then brooke was i think brooke was interviewing me and i don't know what the hell i said but i was <laughs> I was pissing my pants. I didn't know what was going on because Arlo was like right there, you know. Because at that right. time, it's so real. At that it's time, so weird. it's like yeah, yeah. it's like so real. It's my hero, yeah, yeah. like he's in front of me. Like that is heavy. Yeah, yeah, it was really heavy because. And then he couldn't jump on the rail, which was I was. <laughs> he couldn't jump on it, or he didn't want to. <laughs> it, was, it was not a long try. He tried. Try it? No way. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know that. I would not jump on those rails. <laughs> no, it was, it, no, it was. It wasn't. It, it was just like a, a surreal experience, and then. Um, yeah, that was really sick. By the way, when I saw you yeah. skating on those shotgun rails in that video, I was like, "Whoa, that that's yeah. that's like that show that you can skate. Like, doesn't matter. You can just skate some weird shit and make it work." And that was like Hawks too. Like, 
a little yeah, those late, late. Two clips, John, were, were legit, man. You yeah, have like exactly. some of the most legit tricks in that video. I don't Dude. know about that. I, it was, that definitely was the big turning point for my life because I got uh, I got hooked up after that. Like, and, like, and like we. Were you committed at that point? Like, were you like, okay? This oh, I was committed to skating. Yeah, yeah. I was. I shouldn't have been there. Go, yeah. I should have been at school. <laughs> oh, really? Did you, yeah, school? I should have been at school. I should, I'm pretty sure I was supposed. To, well, not maybe not that day, but the next day, I definitely skipped school because they ended up going to Stanford, and there was a, was a big Stanford scene in that video that I should have been at school at, but. Actually, all those kids should have been at school. <laughs> did you hear that they were in town? <laughs> How did you meet up with them? Did you hear that they were in town, or you were just? Oh, they like, found me. They, they found, found you. Me. Yeah. They, uh, I think I might have been in VG already, and then they had heard about me, and then um, it was all around the same time as VG, the early VGs. So I think it was VG two, VG three. Mm -hmm. So it was like pretty early on. Um, it's crazy hunting people down. I was just a grommet, dude. Like I like yeah. Miguel said, that guy I was that guy who couldn't skate tranny. I couldn't barely skate backwards. So I was just grinding. <laughs> well, he fucking skate shotgun rails with no I never knew that. That's, yeah, we just, that's all we have. Right we didn't have parks. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, we didn't have. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like... no, like Ho Hoax 2 was definitely like one of the videos, like, I, I feel like was a huge shift. And like the turning yes. point of like what changed the history of blading, it like was a whole. You look back now and it's hard to imagine it being this way, but it was like such a change in like refinement of how tricks were done and how people were presenting themselves yeah. and how there was like kind of like a uniform image of how we all dressed and identified. They, like they reached not have the blades whole on and be like that's yeah. a blader, you know? Yeah. yeah, they connected. They connected the nation. They they brought the scenes together in that video and yeah. Um, and then they brought the personalities, you know, within themselves. That's what it they was, were, the personalities. One of them were, they brought something huge to the table, you know, D-Love, Brooke, Brian Smith, Michael Pollack, you know, and obviously Arlo. Yeah, they, they, it they brought it. Yeah. It was like a real world. It's a movement. They brought, they yeah, brought yeah. it. And, yeah. and, and definitely, and that's a big it. moment in skating. Like, that for me, besides VG, which definitely, you know, I think VG was for the community and for, and you know what I mean? Like they street skating and they, they do such a great job documenting the time. Um, and this video, the hoax video, this brought the community together and, and they brought the personalities within that video to, that you wanted it to, yeah. to see and feel and be a part of. So um, huge, huge, I mean, anyone that during that time, was influenced yeah. by that video for sure. Yeah, kids so. can identify with that Legend video. I think out of that video, like Andy, Tom, yeah, Steve Tom, dude. the tricks in there too. Like uh, wedge Jack the first Shimizu. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. A uh, wedge did you first Shimizu in that video, and he did the and kind you, grind. You kind grind too. Kind first grind. kind grind in that video. Yeah, and he did a topsail, the legit topsail yeah. too. True Mizu though. Like, yeah, true Mizu. Marble wedge against the wall, like pretty too. Pretty laced. Yeah. And um, Tom, like Tom and Andy, like in bringing them into like, they they had this style also. They they had a, a original vibe and their own language, and you can see yeah. it in how they skated. But they had they they literally have their own language. But like, <laughs> they, talk about um, personality and and 
They, they just yeah. brought they brought something different to skating. Yeah, we can identify. That was for me too. Yeah. That that right there showed like having those guys on that bus in the tour and those different styles. That's what a lot of kids around the world were like. They identified with Arlo or Mike or or B Love. Like they the kid that was the first time the world have an opportunity to identify themselves with rollerblading, which is was the best thing after daily bread. You know. And you can see other guys and be like, this is sick. Before that, we didn't have that. I mean, we were just like, you know, like going and kind of searching and, oh, this guy's sick or whatever. But yeah. those two things were the first movement of like, like corporation move a little bit. Here's the guys. Here's the guys. He's, you know, this is the Beatles. This is Death Zeppelin. This is fucking, you know, all, those, all these personalities that be like, I'm a fan of that. I can identify it was definitely, that. definitely true, man. And there's definitely a, a blank canvas back then of, of what can yeah. you possibly do in on skates, you know? Like, <laughs> what, what, like there's so many things that haven't been tried yet. And, yeah. Um, because of that whole time frame, it was definitely an experimental time, too. Like, it was confusing, maybe, sometimes. Like some stuff was probably really whack, but you had, you to, had, figure it out. You had to at least try it. You had, you yeah. know, you had to, you have to get you know, out. I'm, I'm guilty as you know, as charged. Like I did the sidewalk, but it was, it <laughs> <Okay>. was <laughs> never been done. I was like, maybe this yeah. is a trick. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't wait for the day that sidewalks. I can't wait for yeah. I can't wait for the day that sidewalks and everything is coming for a full circle now. I can't wait for the day <laughs> sidewalks come back and John could finally be like, yes, I'm proud of the sidewalk. Because every time I hear I'm you actually, talk about I'm it. I'm actually, I'm proud of it. Oh, so I'm saying every time. You'll be fucking proud of that shit. You should. Because every time you talk about it, you yeah. like, it doesn't sound like you are. You sound yeah. like you're like, you make fun of oh, yourself. I, 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 it's definitely a, um, it's definitely a whack trick. Yeah, definitely feel like it's not, it's not that cool for sure. But I think I'm more proud of the, the concept of like, um, it's like you're wearing this like weird dick, you know, I don't know, like I, I Daisy right Dukes now. or something. And then you got everyone wearing Daisy Dukes. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So you think I've got everybody, I got everybody wear Daisy Dukes for like <laughs> a year. <laughs> and I actually won a few contests wearing those Daisy Dukes. <laughs> you, like, you think outside the box, metaphor. that's what brought the whole thing. Like, like thinking outside the box was, bring, was is yeah. going to yeah. bring yeah. having the uh, options of like, you know, everything was, everything was in a box. Like fitness, fitness yeah. game, I guess it trace. And there was no, it was all control. But you're doing cyborgs and doing whatever the fuck you want. You're thinking outside the box. And that's how blading really came out. Mm -hmm. You know, bladers back then see a cyborg and were like inspired. It was not what they make you eat. It's somebody eating a dish, something different. So everybody's like jumping on that. That's cool. That's an option. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm glad you, I'm glad you did the fucking cyborg. Do it more of fucking <laughs> doing it. <laughs> you it's needed like, the marks on your skate to show that you could do sidewalks <laughs> and shit. The buckle <laughs> scratches and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it was not just a cyborg. Come on, you were doing fucking rocket fish. Definitely a. Um, <laughs> it was definitely a, a experimental time, like the mid nineties. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, oh. that's definitely it. But the crazy thing is, like, just going back to Tom again. You know, like he was already he was doing it, man. Like fish, Tom Fry. Fish. He's mm -hmm. the second. He was the. We used to call him Fish because <laughs> he used to smoke so much weed and. Uh, 
he invented the fish. He, that's why it was called the fish brain because he would just get so high and stoned. And I don't know. I, I think it was Jess who, named, who nicknamed him the fish. Yeah. Yeah. He folks, guess how he made the trick. He named. Yeah, he invented the fish brain. So like that was, that's why we call him fish. But that's a sick name. <laughs> I never heard anyone actually call him fish. I knew that was his thing. I never actually heard people call him fish. Yeah. And he had like yeah. the fish logo on his shirts and stuff. The brain of the fish forgets things really quick. So that's why it was yeah. fish brain. Yeah. That's tongue. That you have a fish brain. Like you, you did a fish yeah. brain, you did a you did a flat spin, you can't remember. You did a top for the you don't remember. So they really that's the coolest <laughs> what, 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 about the porn what about the porn star? Who's responsible for that? Um Phil Riley, right? Phil Riley name? Yeah, I mean, is it Phil Riley? Am I wrong? I could yeah. be wrong. I feel like Phil Riley did. He did a uh, uh, porn you say, star at um, CDM. Well, why that name out of all names? He should have said Eddie, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he thought of that name, but he, I think he's the first Mizu person to do it. Mizu. Right? Mizu. Mizu and Zamakio, right? Yeah, They're both Japanese. Yeah. They're both Japanese. Japanese. Japanese water. In Japanese and Makio's after Makio, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. After that. after the Chris Mitchell and Angie went to uh to Japan. to Japan for a tour, yeah. And they made skaters over there, and they just started decided naming tricks after people. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's and they came up to that trip, and they start yeah. daily bread, pretty much. So yeah. What, when did that start? Because was that before Hoax Two? After Hoax Two? Like, yes, way before. Way, way before. before yeah. Yeah. It was way before. What was yeah. the first? Was it yeah. before the first? Well, because I know Hoku was 95. So, like, first day in the bed, 93. 93? That long? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I know you had yeah. the whole story on that. I don't know if you wanted to get into that, that start of Daily Bread and all yeah, that. Yeah, totally. You need to talk to the people that did it. I don't uh, want to yeah, say nothing. I know. I don't know <laughs> if you wanted to talk about it or not. You, you sounded like you had a whole story, and then you're like, wait a minute, I'm not 100% sure about this. <laughs> Because it's such a long time ago that I heard this thing, you know, it's yeah. such a long as time that like you don't want to spread false rumors or something. I wanna, I wanna believe it's right because yeah. it makes total sense, you know, because that's what it started a whole movement. Like, should I talk about it? You should, you should interview Angie. What about that? So Angie, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll save it. We'll save it. Yeah, for interview that. Part of it interview that. Yeah, be okay. for Angie. Angie and Jeff. Story. So yeah. so much okay. to go back there. We got six yeah, that's years. A, that's a whole. Yeah. So we'll we'll do that another time. Let's. There's six years of Jump Jump Street podcast that you can do. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I can talk I mean, my first, I can my first Daily Bread was uh, uh, the one in the bank, at the Brooklyn Banks. It was Dave Ortega doing a soul grind, the, the Purple Haze. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that. yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that was my first. And for the, oh, yeah. I think it was labeled the wrong person, too. I think it was labeled yeah, the yeah. or something. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> Dave, Dave mentioned that when he was on it. He said his name wasn't yeah. on it. And it was skeptical because you can't see his face in the picture either. Mm -hmm. So you can't well, really I, prove I, it. You know? I, knew, I knew that stance. <laughs> yeah. So that was definitely Omega. So yeah. <laughs> that, what year was that? I think that came out already and I just. I was saying in 94, I believe. 94, yeah. End of 94. Yeah. So like during that period for me, like I was just finding skate shops. There was a skate shop called Inline Sports and they just had hockey and rec stuff. And they had a little aggressive. They didn't have aggressive skates yet. They think they might have just got the TRS, but they had the hoax video there. It was so no. weird. It was kind of like hoax in the suburbs. One. Hoax one, yeah. The hoax. And they had they had um, daily bread, that purple haze. 
I just snatched them real quick. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I was like, that's my gold Bible. back then. To have yeah. media, have media it was weird. back then. Yeah. It was weird. And then I just remember maybe two years after that, that's inline sports turned into four inline sports. Like, and I would just go to every single one of them, like just to hang out. <laughs> so that your first video was hoax one. My first video, um, dare to air. Oh, dare to air. Okay. Yeah. Dare to air. Okay. Um, and then I think airborne came out around that time or was ready out. Mm -hmm. It and, came out and, after that. Yeah. It came out after that. And then it was like hoax and it was just like, Oh shit, this is like, yeah. This is I'm into this. This is this is a, I'm I'm in a life for now after watching Hoax One. So yeah, legit. Did you, see, did you see VG One? What's that? Did you see VG One video group? Video group. I did. I did. I did. And that was um that was the Australian issue. And now you can see Makio in that. The first Makio grind. They went to Japan in that one. Um, the, the original Australian crew. Um, Cal. Um, who's actually an actor he's in um 300 and he's a famous person in hollywood and then yeah. john pollard was in that um there's a few, there's a few players that became famous people like yeah. like uh he wasn't <laughs> dean jagger yeah he was in uh, jagger, game man. of thrones yeah yeah <laughs> cal, cal is actually still an actor he's in a lot he was in a lot he's still in a lot of movies and um scotty always says like when he comes back here we'll like link up with him but yeah we tried to link up with Cal this like last blending cup, but I don't know, it didn't work out. But um, yeah, Dean Jagger, he's in um, Game of Thrones, right? I think that's crazy. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, he's yeah. like a main character there. But I'll say, I I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, like uh, I'll say this stuff was pretty cool. Like I saw, like I've never watched an episode of Game of Thrones, but um, John Ortiz and him are like friends. So like John Ortiz posted a photo of like me skating. And he was like, sick photo. Uh, and I was like, oh. Him? <laughs> That's dope. Because like, I used to watch him in like the old school videos. Like him yeah. and his brother Ben. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I used to kill the contest too. I remember the UK. Were, uh, good, yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. Really, They are both good. Yeah. They were like <laughs> tough dudes, man. You didn't want to like, they were like, you didn't want to mess with them. They were just No, like, look at them now. Yeah. <laughs> like intimidating. They were intimidating. They were kind of like. I don't know what part of England they're from, but I think it was from a. North. It might have been Liverpool, right? but they're from Liverpool, Liverpool, right? Liverpool, Liverpool yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> like you didn't want to mess with those dudes. You're like, yeah, uh, sick. <laughs> I want to keep yeah, it moving but, here because uh, we have so many topics still to cover from what we have. Yeah. We covered a lot of it already. All just kind of naturally flowed, but I'm gonna bring up one right now that Miguel brought up. It was uh, Annie Schempf on the cover of Inline Skate Magazine, 94. You put that down for one as the... Uh, that was an iconic photo for me, too. Like, uh, explain explain yeah. that. that I, didn't even know, I didn't even know this until you guys mentioned it. Brooklyn so, Becks. Yeah, Jesse, right? I mean, forgot his name. Uh, what's his name? Forgot his name. Uh, huh? The guy who shot it? or No, no, the, the guy doing the soul grind. Jesse, what's his name? Jesse? Annie Schempf? The, the guy that was doing the, the soul grind, the picture. The New Yorker. Yeah, Ani Shemp. Ani. Yeah, yeah. Ani, 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 Ani. Yeah, who, who in turn was a famous DJ uh, yeah. for D-Light. Yeah. That shows really good style right there. He's actually, yeah, he, he was doing in-spin topsoles on big stuff and grabbing into them before. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know. He's probably the first to ever do it. Yeah. No, that's why it's, like, so good. Like, we, 
we watched, I watched Fast Shoes the other day. It's so good to watch the old videos because I think sometimes yeah. naturally you're like, oh, that stuff, like, it's old. It wasn't good. But no, yeah. there's some stuff from the old school that is so, like, hash yeah. and refined and stuff yeah. like that. I had like, so many ideas from watching Fast Shoes, too. Like, I wanted to do shit again. Like, it was inspiring. I don't even remember <laughs> Fast Shoes. Who's on the cover of Fast Shoes? Cover? It was just a picture of shoes. It wasn't anybody. Oh, yeah, those Black Martin. Yeah, right. Bri Bri Brian yeah. Smith was on the back. Yeah, I want to say, I want to say something. I want to say something really quick. Sorry. You know this whole no, no. movement with like power blading and skating through the city, like mm -hmm. like a, how you call it, freestyle. Free Motherfuckers, just watch there to air. Yeah. I was rollerblading. Or anything in the ninety, early nineties. Yeah, like we've been we've been skating like <laughs> full circle. And, and we've been skating, like skating. Little salsa dancing. We are still bashing and just like. <laughs> dancing and moving all weird in the middle of the fucking skating yeah. through the street it's nothing new we call mm -hmm. it power brain it's so cool it's just skating man it's skating let's go back to that, yeah. that, that honest... but i'm glad it came back i'm glad it came back because people this era learn how to skate because the big wheels came back so now they learn how to skate no i wonder ani was like uh yeah. it's kind of a bummer because he had in my opinion he had that sick new york style Yes. Like you, you guys have, and but and he was doing like, like that those progressive tricks, mm. down the big rail and the banks. You know that that was I never knew know that pitch was from the banks. You can't tell from yeah, the that was from the banks. Yeah, yeah. the banks. Now that I look at it, yeah. There was there was a sequence in in like that that magazine of him doing it instant mm. grab. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. really like, sick. Killing like real like, like committed. You know, not, not yeah. like hovering over it. Like actually. He had that low stance too. You could tell. Yeah, you have yeah, to be he, he was like really good friends with um, what's that? Um, Nick Hartman from FR. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he was an FR guy, and he um, and Ryan Jacklone, like they're best friends. And there's another guy named um, oh, I forgot his name. The whole FR, the whole FR like foundation, like there was just he was part of that, and yeah, and um. He also was friends with back then with New York. I know that I, fall, I was actually a stalker of him too because I really liked his his stuff. Yeah. Like this whole New York, you know, New York, and they, they they all knew each other, like Harold Hunter and Ron and yeah, all the totally. Yeah, there's that whole OG East Coast FR. But yeah, I, I was, what I did hear was that he kind of like got embarrassed of skating a little bit, and he just stopped and. Couldn't handle the pressure. <laughs> Badass <laughs> motherfucker to stay in this yeah. day if you start back then. Which is the bummer <laughs> part. Yeah, I think Ryan might have told me that. It kind of bummed yeah, well, me out a lot because I like D-Light a lot too. That's a bummer. Because like, yeah. especially like the fact that he was associated with FR and like, you, you know, we're talking yeah. about moments that, you know, impacted the history of skating, man. Like FR yeah. was yeah. huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had, oh, I had yeah. The, that was the attitude too. We were talking about. Yeah, that's the attitude. Yeah. Oh, gee. Yeah. Chain. yeah. That's the loyalty yeah. when you bought it. I was like, "Ooh, mm -hmm. loyalty! Fuck <laughs> well, yeah, I'm loyal to this shit." And then you know, you take a shower and you leave a green ring around your neck because it was a bad, <laughs> the bad metal. But damn, FR yeah. man, that was a that was a hell of a time, eh, John? Yeah, it's it's uh it stands to this day that logo and that the your wheel suck. It's like the whole. Against, against, I mean, yeah. I, wasn't, I wanted to be a part of it. I just wasn't, you know. I it was super it, New York. It made, it made Senate look whack, you know. In my opinion, yeah. it was like this yeah. is like way tougher, you know. Fucking tough, like, yeah. 
<laughs> it's sick. It was attitude, and and that Ryan was behind it, and um, that there was this. I don't know if you guys saw it, but there was this MTV thing on FR and Nick Hartman. Yeah, and Ryan was in it, and mm-hmm. the guy I keep forgetting his name is right now. Uh, he was in it too. They're just cruising the streets of New York, but they it's made. Much, it's all good. Ortega was in it too. Ortega was in it too. Yeah. Um, but they were cruising through the streets of New York, and Nick talked about relating. And he had that attitude, like, we don't care. We just cruise through the streets. It's yeah, yeah. kind, of, kind of thing. I don't know if you guys saw it, but yeah, it, it was sick. It, it made um, an impact for me, for sure, um, and a lot of people. So, yeah. But it was on, TV, on MTV a lot, actually, huh? I think about it back then. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Another coolest thing about AFR is, like, like I believe Nick Hyman was part of Team Rollerblade, and he got – Yeah, right. He got kicked out. That's why he's, yeah. like, he started his own wheel. So he's, like, the yeah. first blader that is, like, Fuck the system. I'm gonna yeah. start my own shit. And then FR means F rollerblade, right? Like yeah. rollerblade. Yeah, yeah <laughs> because Rollerblade was, was controlling the market. Sorry. Yeah. So they he was like, <laughs> I'm gonna go find your thing, I'm gonna make my wheels. Yeah. And they made cool logos. He showed boobs on the blow in the wheels. <laughs> like he was saying he was he was not into that whole thing of being controlled of like a certain way in a box. He was like, and I'm gonna yeah. put weird message on the back and this one eight hundred number of, of, of other cool things like now he brought yeah. culture. He brought New York in the front line. Like we hashing, cool. we're hashing the, the ads were cool. Yeah, they yeah. had like a really gritty New York. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. so shows how good the streets. <laughs> it shows how good this marketing is too, because like you don't even need the good product. Like same thing with Mind Game. They weren't necessarily known for having really good wheels, but Shane's marketing behind that was what made Mind Game such a powerful yeah. company. And it's just a wheel company, not even a skate company. Same thing with FR. Was that same style? Just in the nineties, just yeah. in that attitude. You could say the same thing from the original USD products, you know? Yeah. So it was like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't finished yet. It was just starting and mm-hmm. but the marketing was there. The people behind it were there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got the marketing, got the people, and then then you have a good foundation to grow off of. And, yeah. And we can, I, I personally can learn from those things. I have been learning from those things for a long right. time. So mm-hmm. but you have to eventually make a good product like it's oh yeah own. definitely yeah you yeah. have to yeah. wake up exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to. this isn't well, a book for everybody out there to start a shitty company right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not about it's, it's okay to start with a shitty wheel company or whatever company you evolve to better but you motherfuckers out there buying product don't expect the skates and i like jerk you off and make you a better skater like be humble about you don't need a futuristic skate you don't need a fucking billion dollar skate to have fun like if it's skate feel uncomfortable as part of the pain, you pay the price, have fun. You know, it's like, it's like you know, I believe in technology, but we don't have to come go back to like the skates there. They look like they're about to take off in a rocket, like looking all crazy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so not, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it, it's good about product, but don't go crazy on technology. Be kind of a little humble because come on, like, come on, like, what are we going to yeah. do? The next skate two that fucking go to the moon and back or something? I don't know. It's not the skate, it's you, you know? Anyway, keep going. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> no, 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 it's cool. Um, I was actually, you know, I was thinking because a lot of the time, like, and I'm kind of skipping ahead a little bit here, but uh, we're talking about watching the stuff on MTV, seeing it grow, like, growing up, uh, Arlo, and you skated the MTV Music Festival, John, like, and the whole thing with, like, Josh Petty on that stuff, and, and I think that was actually a huge moment for Blading, too, because as a kid who skated, Looking on MTV and then like seeing like Josh Petty, like obviously a horrible acceptance speech, like really bad, but like, <laughs> oh. he, like his, oh, there's the cat. 
Come on. But like, um, where are you going? Yeah, but just, yeah. What was that like in that time? Just like the hype. You, you know, it, it was tough. The belief was, on like was, the, the what the potential of what could be in skating yeah, and just it was, like it was too the soon energy. For in my opinion, it was too soon for us. Yeah. Because we were, we were, we were like in this, I mean, how old was Blading then? 10, not even 10 years old. Or no, not 10 years, not even close. Like, we were, it was too early for us. I wish that happened now. Yeah. You know? But like, I was hanging out with like, I mean, I, me, even before that, an example, me and Randy were hanging out with Mark Gonzalez and Danny Way and, and uh, Colin McKay. We were, we were like going to Switzerland doing demos, like me and Randy. Randy probably doesn't even know that. He probably <laughs> talked about now. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that was them. You know, like, but I knew who they were. And not that we were a bad representation, but not that our blading, like not that the MTV was a bad representation of blading, but I, I just feel like it just, we didn't have the year. We, I was like, we were like Eric Costin and, and, Tony Hawk and you know what I mean? I, I want to talk like us that. Five years old. <laughs> I want to talk us that. Real quick. The actual event, going to the event, it was impactful. Yeah, I get that. I get that part. But yeah. um, me being a person in it, it, I just, I had some great experiences. I got to hang out with Tribe Called Quest and Wu-Tang. But That's like, sick. I feel like maybe it did do diligence on TV for sure, first skating. And I think the skating was good on, on TV. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm mistaking myself and yeah. overboard on the other stuff, but I just, did you know, go on Tony Hawk? yeah, well we did events. Mentioned then. That in one of his things like defending rollerblading. He's like, yeah, when I had yeah. no money, I was going on tour with rollerblading. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there, he, he was, I mean, when I was younger, I would go to warp tour with Scotty and Jess and, Keep the Cavalier, they were all there. You know, they were making money off it, and so were Bladers making the same money. You know, like Tony Hawk was doing the demos. At, I think that was also wow. the war for it. But like, um, I, I guess I'm losing my tangent on here, but it, I, I guess the whole thing with the, the MTV thing, I think it was probably really great, as you said, to be, I mean, it was great to be involved in it, but I just, I mean, I remember like Tim Ward being on there, skating the half pipe on stage. And then um, Offspring was like, I don't want Bladers on stage. You know, like, it's like, whack. It's no. Like, that's how that started? Yeah. 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 I thought it was in the skate more, I got some crazy stories, too. And then it's like, and then, and then, yeah. And then being, but, but I mean, we, I mean, not that the Blading was represented really well. Like, it was great. They didn't but, want us to come out and play? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's <Hey>, up? <laughs> I, I, what I see as a fan because I, I, I was not much invited to none of those contests. I was not like, you know, up there. I was just watching as a fan. But I what I keep seeing it, and I was feeling then, and I still feel now looking back, is that, yeah, we had that generation. They were they were exposed to travel with guys like Danny Wade and all that stuff, and like Mark Gonzalez. Those guys have been for 20 years doing this shit. But I just, we, you, we can see that we have our first pros like Tom, and Renes and all that stuff. And companies were just so focused on keep doing contests and stuff. They were not mentally organized to be like, okay, wait a minute. We need some of those OG older guys to be like right. more in control of these guys yeah, or the new kids so we can go to those places. And those keep dudes watching. got along. Yeah. Like Fry and all those guys, Tony and Scotty, they're all homies. Yeah, they're, they're all the same, yeah. 
yeah. but rollerblading yeah. threw them and spit them out yeah. as soon as they got older. And yeah. they're all like, let's get the next kids without parenting, without having heroes. It's not like us right now that, you know, we go to a, we go, sample, for example, we go to uh, this UK tour that we did with them, right? And JJ is there, and then we got, yeah. we, we got, we got all the younger guys there, and John is the leading. We did, there was none of that. It may be a team manager, but it was not a blading in charge of making blading look cool. It was just throwing those kids out there to deal with the other guys that have been 20 years getting paid the same money as these kids. Of course, they're going to hate bro blading. We don't have a system. The system was wrong from the beginning. I think maybe no. that's what I was trying to get at a little bit with that. Not that the MTV it was a bad thing at all. It was actually obviously really good, but like there's definitely a sense of um, resentment from the pros. Yes. When I was going on these tours with, with like Randy. Like the pro skateboarders? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I would do demos with uh, Ed Woodward with Randy, and we'd have 100 kids watching us, and I'd be doing it with, like, at the time, Tim Brock and some other guys that were on, that were pro, and they were just confused. They're like, some of the guys were cool. They're like, yeah, well, I, remember, I remember a couple of them were like, don't do that trick. That's whack. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like giving me advice, you know, like, and that's, and I look back at it now, and that dude was being cool with me. I forgot his name. He's a redhead dude that skated for Nike. I think he skated for Nike. But like, now I look back in retrospect, it makes a lot of sense, you know? It's like yeah, yeah. going through those times, and maybe it's not an exact time where it was like definitive, but there was definitely a scale of things happening in the 90s that um, I can see like, yeah, we, we needed growth, you know? and, and yeah. And, and we needed time to like figure out um, tricks. Uh, everything. Uh, Why would he uh, tell you not to do it? Language, language, you know, everything. Like, relations, like, like now, you know, it's like, yo, it, it's even a good example is going to the skate park. Like, now it's just like, no, you know, trying to frown on me? Like, no. Having <laughs> 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 a, a language, the understanding of like, to appreciate. You know, appreciation, maybe. You know, like back then, yeah. we're just kids. You know, yeah. And, and the older, how, how old were you and Randy when when this was? I was like twenty-one. I got 18, 19, 20, 21, and Randy was like he's like three years younger than me, so he's like fifteen. I was eighteen. He was twenty-one. Yeah. I was twenty-four. So, um, still pretty was, young. Yeah, we're pretty young. I mean, I, for me, I was older, but you know, I I understood. I know who the, I know. I understood what's going on. You know, I, I was trying to like navigate myself and and understand like that we weren't the first ones here. You know, at least that was in my head. Like I wasn't like we're not first here, dude. We gotta like respect the territory, maybe yeah. a little bit. You know, like. But but if the industry will be listening, the guys that have been here before us, like. All those guys, they will be more in charge. Be okay. Let's be smart about decisions instead of like throwing. And those that had a lot out. to do with the contest too, right? Like ASA, yes. like yeah. Um, it, the system was built too close, too young for something so young. Because why? Because of the numbers. It was battling. Of course, we're gonna build a stage for all these kids. Now, what these kids are selling a hot case. Let's make it put it in arena and make more kids buying this shit. And as soon as these guys are getting older, they're asking for more of this. Just kick them out, get the younger ones, and keep using them. So the whole system was built wrong. The system was wrong, built. So it was kind of, it was not wrong. It's just that it was not the smartest way to do it. And we paid the price. 
Then we say, ah, fuck Earl Raiders or whatever. It, it just happened. But I'm glad we got hate. It makes us grow faster. The fact that that kind of hate, was that real? Like, mm-hmm. I love it. Offspring. Bring it on. <laughs> you had an offspring get on the mic and be like, we're not going to play. Yeah, because there's bladers on the rib. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. And Tim Morris doing that's like freaking whack, like, no, dude. Like, that's so. But you have shit. to understand. We have to understand the nineties. Imagine us right now. They will be skating for twenty plus years, almost thirty years now. And then I know where these twelve-year-olds here show up, getting paid maybe more than me of to course, do a yeah. couple tricks here. Of course, you're gonna be jealous. And back in the nineties, mm-hmm. there was no filter. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it was like hate was real. Now it's different, but imagine yourself in that situation. Of course, you're gonna be like, "Oh, it's a different time now." You, know, you can't take things down public. You can't. Yeah, yeah it's you different. Hate, you can't hate. You can't hate mm-hmm. on anything now. So yeah, back, back then, then it was just kind of like, you know, you watch, you watch, you know, the Michael Jordan thing is kind of interesting. Like they just punched each other in the face. The, uh, the Jordan documentary and the game. It's like they just straight up like they're now you can't. <laughs> no, you can't foul now, you know. So it's like, yeah, it's def- it was definitely different, different, yeah. yeah. And I'm and yeah. I'm proud of that, man, because we're the last generation that really had it like that. Scooter kids, nobody can say that shit. Mm-hmm. We had it, like we had it yeah. good, like like the good and the really bad, like. But you know what? Now it pays back. I think we're in the best position. I'm glad we go through that shit. To get us push away from other contests, to be call us ourselves. Hardest thing about being a rollerblader is being gay. Like think about that stuff. That's actually like, come on. Like we went through yeah, that. There were like there were like full on yeah. campaigns. There were like campaigns with like rainbow yeah. flags. Advertisements, like yeah. So I think I think we grew up in a gnarly place, and we hit rock bottom with whatever we happened. And they don't want us on stage. They don't want us to be there, and they make us this cultural joke about the whole thing which it was really gnarly, but you know what, man? Like, they make us who we are right now, and we are the generation of like, I'm just, <laughs> with me, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna solve my life away. Fuck you, what you mm. think? Like, this feels good, you know? So it's sick, I think. Yeah, we went through that, but it's whatever, man. Like, I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we don't have to. Yeah, yeah, exactly, but it's like, <laughs> I, yeah, it was, yeah, we were really young to be up there. But we we had the, the right people to make us we we were we were be able to have the right people to help us swim through that river and those hard times, but we pushed them away. Mm-hmm. We risk like we, we didn't we didn't listen, like we didn't see like they're doing contests, we're doing all these things and rollerblading is happening over here and this whole thing is happening, going to shows and everything. Rob is happening here and they were the thing was not like this. It was kinda like so that we, we got fucked, of course. We were playing the same stage as the Rolling Stone. We were not even know how to play the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I like that example. That's real. That's real. <laughs> I like that example. Yeah, um, but it's what it is. Let's yeah. go back to referencing this, this list again, because there's a lot of good shit on here, and we've already been going for like over an hour already. So I want to make sure we get to as many of these ah, things as possible. It's, it's supposed to last like 20 hours. Dude. 20 <laughs> hours, at least. At least. I'm going to shut up. Now we we, we got to break this into another episode. Do you, I'm going to refill. I'll be right back. Do it, yeah, go for it. Um, <laughs> the Mr. Moose Knuckle lurches Royale to Alley of Topsail. You put that down. And TJ Weber's True Soul. But the, I remember the lurch Royale to Alley of Topsail that – people have been known to say that as the lurch when you do that switch up and there's no switch up that has like a name to it at all 
it was like a nickname. I really catch up, but it was true. It's America. <laughs> never like, catch up. Kind of did. It, it did kind of did, but like, and like, there was no Daily Bread or or send a company saying the lurch. You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, of course. Sadly, it, but but why crazy? Why was but that? We didn't call it. Why was it called the lurch? Did he do it just more than everyone else, or like no, the first to do it? Or? There were people like Rollinson, a bunch of people did Royale to Alibi, so tapping uh-huh. and sliding, but nobody actually like. Oh, because he held it. And, it, like, it we, we go back again to the, the, what we're talking about, like how we're skaters, that it's more about the tricks. There's something, the tricks really talk. Mm-hmm. Like this style behind, there's something that much people don't understand. It's like, he just switches feet. But mm-hmm. then people that know, they know, they feel it. It's like, whoa, that was really deep. Like, you know, so Lars did it right. Like, he did it. Like, like of course, like, that was like, that was one of those moves that it, it really tells, like, you can make really, make cool, you can really make it something that people don't, somebody can really do it right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, something about it that everybody was like, that's something, one of those sparks in your face of like, wait a minute, you know, like, there's something else. There's just something that needs to be explored. Mm-hmm. And it didn't got to explode, explore much, but it did a little bit. And it, it, look at now. Yeah. Yeah. To it hold the value topsoil in a rail that long back then was like yeah. super and Not just that, but not just that, but it's just the stance of it. Like the stance. And then we're talking back again, like the different, like when we talk about like Tom Fry doing certain things, you know, and Lurch and all this generation, like Arlo, it's certain things that you do that really tell something else. Like I can do a front side, but then somebody else can do a front side. They look completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what guys, what you, you guys know what I'm talking about because we're players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that motion right there, I think it really told something to rollerblading. Like, you know what I mean? Like after that, the, the switches were not walking. There was a motion and a stance on it. You know, I think mm-hmm. you know, some people really caught on that. I think it was very sick. TJ Weber, by the way, we're so ahead of the time that, we just saw a flash in the sky. We didn't realize they were fucking ovnis. And he just threw out his soul disaster to forward. Yeah. And everybody was focused on grabbing a back and having the biggest yeah. pants. While he was yeah. doing through two out of his soul. I remember seeing that stuff, like going back and looking. And actually, some of that stuff came up on like Instagram recently. But when I, w- I went back and I watched like Moose Knuckle in like 2000, I was like, oh man, he threw out his soul the rail. Or you yeah. should go back and you see like Corey Miller, like. Th- 360 yeah, unity, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, like these these moves that were like people were doing back then, but like TJ specifically, yes, he got that you know, Arlo stance, he got that thing. Mm-hmm. He like it's funny because like awesome. you know it's like I let like DL's like one of my favorite skaters, a lot of our favorite skaters, but that's famous stale 540 that DL used to do on like the, the launch box, mm-hmm. like and just like oh like he got that from TJ, like that was TJ's thing. He had like the Best stale five forties ever. It was like Blake, bio. Blake got it from him. Abdiel got it from him. <laughs> All that generation, they were amazing. It was thanks to that quiet dude turning left when everybody was doing this. He was mm-hmm. doing his own. And he was, you know, see what you know, you saw what he last, you know? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like nobody really paid much attention to it. But it, it really made an effect. Then it was dusting, and you just could see back to you look about TJ, you're like that's the rollerblading thing that we're talking before when we first start talking about this non this 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 thing that you cannot talk about it's just something that you feel that you see it's like it's that language thing you know that rollerblading really have it that we haven't tapped much and it's beautiful you know it's like and fucking he had it dude like he tj had it 
Nice. I don't know much about TJ's <laughs> history, but you could tell he was one of those people who like knew how to skate really well. Like just yes. skating in general, his skating was on point. I don't know if he had like a hockey background too, but he definitely had that separated him back then. I fucking he was, hate a, he was ahead of his time. His mm-hmm. skating was yeah. ahead of his time. That's your favorite skater, right, John? One he's of your one favorites. Of yeah. Yeah, he's one of them. He's he, he was doing the DL stuff. Like you guys already said it. He was doing the DL stuff before DL yeah. was doing it. He mm-hmm. you know, took it to the next level, of course, but like he had the uh natural I think it's a natural kind of a natural talent that you know you can just I don't know. He can do everything. And with the, some kind of fluidity that he gets, yes. like Miguel was saying, he was just—he has it. He had it. He and, has it. He had it. Yeah. Like, that's, I don't know the people that had it. <laughs> personality didn't want to keep doing it, or I don't know, just fell out of it. But which is a shame because he was that Moose Knuckle video. That was a long time ago, dude. Like, 95, 96. Yeah. Come out now. That's just just as good. You yeah. know, you get oh still, yeah. <laughs> It kills that a lot of things there. Mm-hmm. Dude, every, like, I was there. We did that 540 in LA and into the street, and it was insane. <laughs> like, just didn't make any sense. It was kind of interesting because during that time, we, we moved into yeah, we moved in, we moved into editing uh, the volume video together. And I don't know if he took a backseat there on skating. I'll call it backseat, but he kind of slowed down on the skating type, type side of things. Yeah. Cause he got into editing and he was doing, he did like the motion graphics in the England video. I don't know, kind of like lose his time frame. Yeah. With K2, cause he was pro for K2 and then. Oxygen got, Oxygen shut down and K2 yeah, grabbed him. And got, there, like, there's Tom, there, there's Tom, money situation Tom there. That you, and yeah, there's money. Yeah. So they had this whole vibe going with, with Ortega too and Jack Lone. So, and our, oh, sorry, uh, Rise Above. That was a big thing yeah. that they were really cool yeah. out of Morro Bay, that clothing company, yeah. that whole kind of, kind of like a FR vibe to it. Thinking about yeah, it now. Yeah, Rise was awesome. Yeah. I remember the yeah. Yeah, FR vibe. Like, um, I think his name was Martin. Really cool surfer. He's a surfer dude. Like, they were based out of Morro Bay. The other owner was working out of Video Action Sports at that time. Video Action Sports was uh, the, the biggest distributor of – skate videos and surf videos and snowboard. Oh, and the, one of the owners of the um, Rise Above, I think, the partner, crazy guy, but he was a partner in Rise Above as well. So they had this like surfer, like vibe to the whole Rise Above thing going mm-hmm. too. So I'm sold. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it all transitioned. I don't know where, where TJ went after that, but he he now, he edits for TMZ. I don't know if you guys know that. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't know he's, that. He's been doing that for years. So. Oh, shit. All that TMZ stuff, I'm pretty sure he's editing it or doing color. Busy, busy. Damn. That's he's crazy. Busy. Yeah. He's been doing it for like 20 years, something crazy. Oh, shit. So, wow. Jeez. Yeah. But he still skates, I think. Oh, really? Kaiser told me he skated not that long ago. Where does he, he live? Numb skates. That's the only reason why I know. <laughs> Did he buy them from you? <laughs> you would know if he bought them from you. No, not from me. Oh. Not from me. Um, that was so, sick. You have a little tracker know. on everybody who buys a pair of them skates. You like uh, on, on my site, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the friends and homies, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, yeah. by the way. Uh, oh yeah. I, oh, by the way, I, uh, I'll tell you later. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's get going to John. Tell us why Roadhouse's section in VG3 was such a like monumental moment, I guess, in skating back then. 
Uh, it was the, I would say it was the first rollerblading section. That, really? Yeah, in my opinion, like street section. Yeah. Like it was the first. And what I mean even better is because it's Randy's the personality, of course, but it was Randy, the personality, and the tricks that he was doing because no one was going that big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no one had the personality. He was that um, 15-year-old kid that we need that, 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 that was going to push it to the younger kids. And, and he did it. Yeah. He, he, he uh, with that section, he influenced a generation of skaters. Oh, the younger kids. Younger yeah, there kids. Was, there was yeah. like all the younger guys like Maddie Mance and <clears throat> Corey Nelson and it could it could have been any one of those kids that that yeah. was Roadhouse, but it was Roadhouse. And Dave, Roadhouse, yeah. Dave found him, or he was in Orange or wherever town they were in at the time, Colonel Damar. And Dave was there, and it just it sparked it sparked everything. Yeah, and and, and it sparked the whole Orange County scene here. It sparked rollerblading. It sparked street skating. It sparked oh, shit, yeah. BG4, BG5, BG6, everything that totally. came my part, everything. That, that that started this next after hoax too. There was this generation of our culture that Dave documented. that, And that started with Dave, with Randy's part. Was that really and the first Randy, street skating? Randy's skating. In my opinion, I, I feel like yeah. I, I think, think it was. I guess right. I can't think of a part that everything happened. was a montage. Yeah, I don't think there was parts yet. Holy shit! I never thought about that. That's crazy. I don't think there was. Hoax one was a montage. Hoax yeah, two hoax was a two is the same thing. Well, well, there was a there was a part. I, Tom, Tom and Chris Edwards have a session at the end of their uh, at the end of uh, one of the first blading videos. I forgot. Not there to air. Yeah, there to Bottom air. line. Bottom line. Mm-hmm. At the end of bottom line. It was a split session that I was really stoked about. I was like, finally, like a section mm-hmm. because I was yeah. already. In, I used to watch people's sections and skateboarding mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I, and it was Tom and our and uh, Tom and Chris. They go to downtown LA. That's why I'm so attached to downtown LA and go skating and park the car and go mm-hmm. because they did that, you know. And they filmed this, this session of their, them two skating, and that gives soul. But it was not like a full section of like that was maybe filmed like a day. Yeah, yeah. But then nobody companies didn't give a. Uh, dead, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was a close one. I know that. <laughs> companies didn't. Companies didn't care. It was not the the priority. But 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 thanks to thanks to Dave Payne, he cared about personalities and kids. That's what it is. The people and Dave was like this this clip. Yeah. And I'm glad that happened because that that right there was like it gave room to this actual thing that is so mm-hmm. sick but it was not because of the companies or the industry whatever it was that there's no priority like until a skater grab it and be like all right let's do this that's one of the first thing and that's why randy's things happen and jj things happen you know because it happened mm-hmm. thanks to that so shout out day pain holy hell I, I feel like my mind is blown <laughs> right now realizing that was pretty much the first like proper street section and I never, it just completely went over my head all these years. And, and, and after that, in that video, there were sections. That you yeah. could appreciate the yeah. different kinds of skating. Yeah. Because there was the park, skate yeah. parks, there was the street, the rails, the lines. Mm-hmm. Basically labeled, these are the different kinds of things that you can do. Well, that's, what yeah. video, that's what Dave was doing with VG, the park section, the contest section, the yeah. rail section, connect the lines, whatever. And he like laid it all out for you. So you knew the different parts of skating yeah, yeah. 
Before social media, there was VG. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but that goes into John's section in VG4, which Miguel, you said you put it on your list for one of. Oh, that yeah, part for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said before, like, you know, I'm coming from the era, like, yeah, like proper skating, centrics, have to look a certain way or whatever. Like, I have a huge skateboarding background, BMX. Like, I used to watch Waste Bayer like video part in 91 to go rollerblading you know because there was no sections of people you know missing a motorhead or whatever so like there was and we didn't find that in rollerblading right into those things and the personality was not presented but then like randy session and jj happened and like and i see jj like skating in a certain way that everybody's doing it correctly pushing a certain way like pushing and Latin and doing like so grand the standard this the standard that and then you got like jj that is like basically hip-hopping his way around and just creating motions like creating motion you know that creation of mo i saw right there i was like there is more to the blading thing there is an actual uh language of body motion that you can you, like skating is not man i saw right there that skating is roven is not man ma maneuvering something is whole, your whole body how you like like before and after a trick like there was something there's a language in it and when i saw jj's part i was like whoa there is a huge world there like that there's so much to like there's something that that was rollerblading like this whole abstract thing that everybody can have it but nobody be able to have it until they 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 click with themselves and and just do their thing and they just like you know there was a there was a talk in skating you know that jj brought that like the style like like creating like like like, like you know what i mean it makes sense what i'm trying to say it's so hard to explain absolutely. It's so absolutely. hard but when i saw it as a kid i was like and my brother saw it we look at each other like all right like there is some motion here this is so sick like <laughs> there, there's this thing that to explore that we see it now like we still see it like a lot of kids are pretending out there you know JJ was not pretending, he was skating on his own <laughs> shit. <laughs> you can't pretend style. That's what I mean. It's so it was style before style. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that whole it was a motion. It was like I mean people's tapping on it now, but it, it that JJ part did really on my personal, I don't know, brought that thing, you know, brought that extra thing that is that language that we can you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I don't know. It was just really sick. Sorry, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 I, just I appreciate it, John. It's cool. It's I mean, magic, it's this magical thing, like you know what I mean? Like, like people can pretend the way they like, but it's like it, it really tap into that world of like really thick skating. That's something that you watch and you like for life. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think VG four is like a turning point. Yes. You know because. There was also, you know, Jason Marshall was in there. Like, John and, and Carr, that was. John Carr. Yeah. Yeah. Faces. Like, that um, big. Just, just, dude, just like trying, that man. era was just really starting to make it its own and start refining yes. at that point. Right? Maybe was, the video was catching up to what was happening, too. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, I remember VG3, not even Randy's part, but there were a lot of, like, Really crazy moments in that video. Like there's I'm talking about shrine, the line section, and there is this thing on the floor, it's really long, it's the snake. He just like front sides it. 
Mm-hmm. You don't even know what the fuck he's doing. Like, he's trying to do it. He's grinding. He's grinding the floor. You know, he found he found something on the floor that you can grind. Like yeah. that's and it's street, but it was in the street, and you're just kind of like, what the fuck did I just see? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So, Glory. at the time, there was a lot of stuff happening on skates that that those two videos were were just documenting. You know, whether it be the Unity grind or whether it be grinding obscure things or, or trying different things in the street that hasn't been done yet. Because before that, you had Dare to Air, you had Hoax 2, and yeah. there, were, there was very simple things happening. Frontside, Soul Grind. And the Alley Soul was a fucking mind-boggling thing to my, in my mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then there were no but videos to document it. And yeah. then all of a sudden yeah. you saw BG3. BG2 was like a culmination of things that people just, like, just sent, the really shitty quality. And then yeah. it was VG3, it was just like skyrocketed to like, like, like what skateboarding was doing basically. They were, they had 411, they had like um, organized media. Yeah, and we yeah, never yeah. had that. We had organized media all of a sudden. We had like personalities. We had different people besides Arlo, besides Brooke, besides, there's Roadhouse. Like this kid yeah. is sick. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Like I want to be that kid. Yeah. Like I want to be like Arlo. And, um, and I, as me, I was in there, but like, I can, I appreciate it now. I look back, I appreciate it more than ever because it, it definitely, it was one of those VCRs that you just kept on, you tried it to yeah. broke. You know? Yeah, yeah. There's moments in there that are embedded in people's brain, my brain too. Like, yeah, yeah. And, anyway. and I think that that's the moment, that is the actual moment when that it's not that we 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 copy skateboarding or stop bmx or whatever it was that moment of vg3 and vg4 where when you think behind when you think before those videos like for example um i think it's not there to air i forgot the other one um anyway all the videos were made just by larger companies they just throw some money get some filmers they're not even bladers document yeah document this shit and throw videos out there so people get addicted to it but then but then in those vg3 and vg4 the actual skaters were like the ones that i'm like i'm in charge of this and i'm gonna present this shit that is cool i'm gonna make put the power of my energy and time on showing this neat thing and that's why we all got engaged because it's sick because it was not just like two second clips of like this guy, this guy, the other guy, the other guy. Is this collage of things? No, it's stop happening. This random collageness with like maybe good cameras because they use good cameras back then. But like other than Hawks too, those VGs were like actually people out there that we can see and like normal average street kids that they put in the actual clips and like kind of like showing these video parts and like actually you know explaining the thing instead of a bunch of flashes of things. It's actually showing like a blader. Yeah, so basically, it's a blader. Blader showing blading. You can tell there's love put into it. Yeah, when the bladers start showing blading, mm-hmm. the whole shit makes sense. Mm-hmm. And everybody got engaged. Like the, the real ones just really engaged. And it was not that we just copy something else. Yeah, we might be inspired about other people, but not because Jimi Hendrix was watching somebody else touching the, playing the guitar. We're not going to say Jimi Hendrix sucks because he copied somebody else. No, it's, it's, it's the same shit. It's a natural mm-hmm. evolution when you grab the things by the ball and you make it yours on your own on your own people things work and that's mm-hmm. what vg did and a skater grab it and put it out there and you were like this is sick you know and that's what that whole thing born you know 
So anyway, I went in a crazy trip. Sorry, cut me off. Let's get talking. <laughs> no, no, no. Did, did it make any no, sense? You know, you know, you know, it's crazy because all this stuff was popping off at the same time. Like, you know, the the videos, the VG, like the progression of skating, and in the midst of all this, there was the birth of X Games and the ASA. Do you guys remember the beginning stages? I remember, of- I remember the, the whole shit. I was so crazy because I didn't get invited, but whatever. <laughs> My friend Moises you, went you to the You wanted to get invited to the first one? I wanted to go to first 94 Nice with Moises and all those guys. I was too poor. I was living in Quebradilla. Did you see my town? I don't know. It looks beautiful. There was no it looks GoFundMe like a very nice skate park there. There was no GoFundMe back then. There was no GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all these things were happening. Yeah, like, but the cool thing about this whole VG and this whole thing about the Bladers Gavin thing, the whole thing was like, it was not something created by some move, by taking advantage of this, this new toy. It was like the toy is already built. It kind of evolves a little bit, and then the skaters start creating this content. You know, it was it was like it was, everything that happened so quick was back then. But like thanks to those DJs and stuff, like the whole toy really became a thing, and that mm-hmm. makes sense, you know. Yeah, the yeah. contest is whatever, but like this was the real thing. <laughs> we're gonna probably wrap this up in a little bit because we're going like an hour forty minutes. But I like Billy where you were going with like the contest because we didn't really talk about contests that much except for like the MTV thing. But um, in the beginning days and stuff like that, one, John, one of the things that you said was Ryan Jack alone's Misty Flip at one of like the <laughs> ASAs or something like that had a big impact. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, contest-wise, like the NIST contest was the biggest one. The first NIST, one? NIST National the NIST. First. Arlo, Arlo won that first one in 94, I think it was, or 93. Oh, it was in Huntington Beach. I remember watching that on TV. Like, I want to be the there. The finals were in Venice. Finals, it was a circuit. The, the finals were yeah. in Venice. Arlo. Those are the purple ones, I remember, right? It was on repeat. I remember I had it on, recorded it off of yeah. or whatever it was. He it was switched on. backside in his line, dude. Yeah. Then the, the gnarly. Backside? Switch backside grinds. And nobody, oh. nobody knew back what then. switched. On, on yeah, that back then. Yeah. But the, the rails were gnarly. The, spot, the, the courses were gnarly, you know? Like, yeah. The top rails. The death rail. <laughs> Yeah. Death uh, and words and, and you always wonder who all these other people were from like Hidukazu Ito like yeah. so many random people like there's something there's like a big Chris Hines you know? yeah there was Chris Hines yeah. <laughs> it was really crazy like but again again that that that, that the thing is like, it was so good that that ESPN saw how good that thing was like, and yeah, they saw it before with skateboarding contests like Vision Contest in 86, but then nobody had realized how far you can go with contests on TV. And then next after this, ASA was great. Next thing you know, the whole rollerblading thing, the whole skating thing was focused on just contests. Mm-hmm. And it was just TV. And it was like, yeah, it was good, but like skating was here, like our skating, like we were talking about VG and these personalities are here. And then contest is happening here, and, they, and no, never had like never like it was evolving so wrong. Like this is not contest was not ready for this, and and then nothing was ready for either one, you know. <laughs> so contest, so contest came too soon. All the televised yeah. shit. Yeah, because we were the guinea pigs of what happening with skateboarding right now, and all the action sports and the Olympics and everything. We were the guinea pigs. We were like the ones that. They used the little kids to put it in the, in the competition and see how much people, we, the ratings we can get. And it worked out great. 
You know, we were the testing of this thing. X Games were so great because rollerblading was huge back then. So kids mm-hmm. engaged on TV. A lot of people don't know that rollerblading was in the first X Games. Yeah, it was the only, it was the, like, it was the new toy. Like, all the kids were sitting there to watch that. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody, there was so like, much money in skating in the early mid 90s. And, and there was opportunity. So that, that, that competition is a natural progression in, in, with money, you know? It's the easiest way to present to the millions. And create a tournament. And it's, not, it's, it's just an obvious thing to have tournaments, you know, in anything, in any sport. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it actually, in my opinion, it brought people together from all over the world. Yeah, definitely. And totally. Competition does. So and I think it was a good thing. For sure, it, would have, it, it, it made me want to go, want me to compete, mm-hmm. and want me to see all these people, and see all this culture that was out mm-hmm. there that I didn't know had this mm-hmm. many people from all over the world actually nice. doing it too. Yeah, because it was yeah. so new. So, in my opinion, this was the beginning of it all for me because that was the first contest that I ever saw on TV, and then the X Games was second. X Games was mm-hmm. right behind it, and. Because that's what I saw first. Maybe X Games was first to people. I don't know, but and did I you saw the X Games. Games John? What's that? X Games. I did. I skated X Games San Diego. Um, one year, I think I got seventh. Skated terrible. I don't know how I got seventh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seventh back then is pretty sick. You know? Yeah, no, I made like a top ten. I made is good, money. Right? I made yeah. money. Yeah, but I was, I was embarrassed because I skated terrible. I remember how old. <laughs> That's embedded in my brain. Um, what contest was it I, where you did like the classic, like the rocket fish round the death rail and had like the flat on it too? Or like you did like a monoroll to rocket fish. Oh, that was days, champion, you right won there. that one, right? I won that so one. That's, made, that's, that was 96. And, and well, that was, what I was trying to get to is like, Arlo won the first year, TJ Weber won the second year or something. And then yes, Cameron won right. third, but I won the fourth one. And I was like, mm. after that, it was just, I was never home mm-hmm. throughout the 96 to, to, to 2001. I wasn't home a weekend with Randy. Me and Randy were just gone. And yeah. those were the, and for my life, like my life changed. I was, you glory know, days. the glory, glory days. days you know? Yeah. <laughs> me and Randy were like, we would go to Europe one weekend and then go home. And then the following weekend we would be in Europe again. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell did we just do? Why did we just stay in Europe? At know, like, like, at like 1920 <laughs> or some shit. So weird. Yeah, at our ages, like, we were just, like, those are the days where we were with Tony Hawk or Danny Way, and we, didn't, we were just like, you know, you know, where the hell we're doing? We're just mm-hmm. adolescent, you know? Yeah. Hey, Danny Way, are the rumors true? Are the rumors true about Danny Way? Does Danny Way hate, hate, hate rollerblading? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he <laughs> That's he sucks. hates it hard as hell, right? Oh, really? I don't know him personally enough to be like, yeah, but yeah, I don't think he's. Well, like, I, 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 I heard I he's wanna, one of the Maybe Miguel knows more. I don't know. Yeah. I want to I wanna talk a little bit about the subject and then I'll talk about that. I want to talk about subject a little bit about the contest thing. I think it was okay. the greatest thing to, in the beginning of the sport, be like, that's why Robin is so international because at the very beginning of it, it was not just a California thing. Yeah, it was a California thing, but at Brian 94, Everybody from all over the world got together and got the world together. And next thing you know, skating is all over the world now, mm-hmm. which it was great. And then all these contests happened. It really nurtured this whole thing, right? But what, when we failed was that then it was, we got stuck in this contest mentality for way too long. 
and then rollerblading is happening here, right? And 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 then it was like contest, contest, contest. There's kids that their first time they put their skates on, they know they're gonna compete. And the last day they put their skate, they took their skates off because they hated it because they were focused just in contest. Why? Because they never find out about this underground part like VGs and all this stuff. They were really showing culture because all the money, yeah, there was a lot of money rollerblading. But where that money was going for to like make more contests, it was out of control. And just to get those kids and just flying into the contest all the time and nobody's nurturing. If that money was going to both in contests and nurturing the actual culture, it would be in a different place. But we got so minded of just contests that a lot of kids just got burned out. A lot of uh, pros too, because pros, they were so good. They couldn't keep up with the 16 year old there gnarly. There was nothing else to for those adults guys that were really sick. So what they did, they just got burned out, kicked out, chew up a speed up and rollerblading. And we just keep getting new kids into the contest. So there was this thing about like, you watch old videos, it's crazy. Arlo Eisenberg, 22 years old. He's a veteran on the sport. Like, call him in old. I mean, this is a big thing for me too. Like, I totally agree with you, Miguel. Like, yeah. I, I, I knew that I wasn't a contest guy, but yeah. I wanted to escape him. It was fine. You know, if I did well, great. If I didn't, shitty. But I knew within the companies and brands and skateboarding and BMX and even hip hop, like I was really influenced in these cultures. There was a, a scene there to create. Like there was videos to create, there was clothing to create, there was uh, skates to create. There was something beyond just the competition that yes. I was interested in doing. And that was street skating and filming it and documenting it. And that was, whole culture was created through VG and through skateboarding and through their videos and through BMX videos and through hip hop. Going back to that, like there was just, I was more interested in that. And, and what I didn't like about the contest personally was that the contests were creating the pros. They were, yes. they were dictating who was Yeah, pro. like you couldn't be pro skating street back in the day, right? How was or it was a hard jump for not skating the pro contest? No. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it didn't make any sense. He, he wasn't qualified. Well, dude, like he's got a pro that's, skate. Yeah. Like that's insane. That, that was just, that was what I didn't <laughs> like about it. So, and then that also went to into X Games because AFC was running X Games and and it just turned into me being a rebellious guy, like thinking like corporatism and thank, thank God you did. YTA. Like that's what <laughs> that's what we are, and that's why and that's why that was born was because of this whole culture concept. It wasn't I wasn't we weren't calling it culture concept, but it was just no. a natural growth of why I am YTA was created was because we wanted a competition series that that was for street skating. And yeah. I know it wasn't just me. It was just, it was a lot of people. It was daily bread. It was, yeah, it was like a lot of people. So yeah. that's where they, that was born. But yeah. that was the only thing I did. I, I mean, I liked ASA. I think it was great. Yeah, it was great. Skating. Yeah. But I didn't like how we, we couldn't create, we could, the pros that we were creating through product and our companies weren't going to be considered pro. Yeah. What happened was that we let, rollerblading skating being run by these contest people that they had all the money they have the access all this money so all the energy was just focused on contest 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 but, but it like, makes sense to miguel because they wanted the athletes that to perform you know and that's yeah that's and that's o- in my opinion that's okay you know no, that's it okay. is 
Yeah. It, it, it is. I was one of those kids. I yeah. did as an amateur contest for like every year to qualify. I, I work, and it makes me a great skater. As but and I'm a and I'm a part beast. I, I go, I pull runs, and I that's you know it's my. But the whole thing I'm trying to say is that everything, all this, all this organization, all these skaters competing, and we're like, oh, we're doing really good here. We're all doing really good, right? Competition, yeah, we're all good here. And rollerblading, street skating, all this madness is happening over here, and they're here thinking, oh, we're okay. And next thing you know, this business cannot compete against all the other industry like skateboarding and BMX. They're fighting for their bread, right? So they went and they took their business and, and we got kicked out of the X game while Robin is still on this side doing his own thing. So that's why we are, we're not strong. We were not ready to be there. You know, if we were more organized. I mean, if it was us, I mean, if we were running the ASA, it would be different for sure. Mm -hmm. no? But yeah, um, it, it's just, we were out. It's I like think a, there it, needs to be a room learning. for both, you know. We can yes, talk about it now and yes. have a, and have a uh, parallel with that, you know, like please. ASA yes. or uh, Olympics, you know, like yeah. they're all necessary things. Everything's but we also still have our culture. Yeah. As long as we control it. Our culture is so strong have, now. Yeah. It it's like, exactly. Exactly. It's so now strong we have now. Culture. We've had 25, 30 years to yeah. get and, this shit together. Yeah. And we have social yeah. media to spread it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I mean, going back to the contest thing, I, I just, I was rebellious for sure. Like any, like all of us should be, you know, and, but I do, I do understand, I did understand and appreciate it, the money that was there for people to get paid. Like mm -hmm. Aaron Feimer make a lot of money, dude. Yeah. You know, like. And sponsors would match it too. Yeah. Right. Roadhouse made a lot of money. Like mm -hmm. I know he made a lot of money. But like, and that's okay. That's obviously okay. And that needs to come back around for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but we also, you know, we have our thrasher. We have to be thrasher. We have to have our culture. We, you know, for Steve, what we we are it. We're doing it. Like it's mm -hmm. a fucking here yes. for twenty fucking years. You know, mm -hmm. like it's already existing. So yeah. we didn't. I guess going back to the original MTV thing, like to have those years now to 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 have a foundation. All of us here still, like that's what we didn't have, and that's what escape that. The cultures there, we were seeing like the Hawks and the, the Danny Ways, like we they couldn't relate to we couldn't relate to that. And now we can, you know, and mm -hmm. maybe it's not the years, maybe it's just the language, maybe it's just the appreciation for time, you know, and mm -hmm. still doing it. Maturity. Like, hey, like, hey. maturity. Now we have maturity. Fucking forty three, mm -hmm. dude. Like, what are you gonna say to me? You know, it's like, pretty mature. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> everyone's grown their like, thing. Yeah. When I hear, well, this is one thing that sticks out in my mind in MTV, and as you asked me earlier, I didn't know the answer. It was like, I just heard cost in, cost in, cost in, in the crowd, you know? And I knew who he was, but I was just like, and I was, I was a bit of a fan for sure, but I didn't really appreciate it, you know what I mean? Until after it. And I was just like, dude, like, this dude has been doing it for 30, you know, like 20 years, like yeah. and he's done parts and he's done for the, the, the whole shit. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, whether he hates skating blading or whatever, I don't care, but there's an appreciation that I understand now. Like you got to earn it. You got to earn it. You got to earn it. Dude. And I, didn't, I didn't hear Arlo, you know, like where's fucking Ar Arlo or Patty. Mm -hmm. You know, we're like, you know, it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even Arlo it was, you know, he wasn't Arlo. He wasn't forty. He wasn't fifty. You know, 
but now it's like, dude, like, it's pretty cool right now. So Arlo got a chance at the Blading well, Cup. You know what? I actually, think, <laughs> I actually think I think that's a beautiful place. And yeah, I've been talking for a while. I agree with that too. That was perfect. Part one, we're gonna leave you to take care of your kids. But I think we have some some good stuff to go into in part two, starting with the IMYTA. Yeah, the part two will be the modern era. Starting with the, you know, the introduction to like, you know, all this new style, you know, Vladimir, Haffy, everyone like that, Mm -hmm. Roscoe. And yeah, um, I think it was a a good introduction. I want to keep you guys forever. <laughs> Miguel, we just, we just, we just, with us. We're just starting here. So yeah, we're just getting started. Miguel, we could do this yeah. forever. Miguel, I think, Miguel, we might need you as a correspondent to jump yeah. in. <laughs> we might have to put you on so... the payroll. Dude, there's you the, the third Rollerblading is yeah, fucking yeah. sick, man. Whoever thinking right now, oh, we don't have it like before, like blah, blah, blah. The old days are better. Fuck you. <laughs> dude, this is cooler than, dude. Fuck! <laughs> this is the best time. Watch your kids' ears, John. Twenty years, we're gonna look. Sorry, <laughs> they only speak German 20, anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In Twenty years, we're gonna look back and we're gonna be like, "Whoa, do you remember that when this guy started that podcast? Do you guys remember when John just fucking entered, push enter his savings and just start then pump <laughs> skates and just fuck it and just put all this money in this shit and just mm. you know we're gonna look back to like these times where it's so real." Because I gotta say no right now, like, like, <laughs> I, I just, just today, in the conversations I've had with shops and knowing where I am with the company, it's really crazy. Yeah, like, ready you it's yeah. I heard sales are up it's, worldwide. It's 1996. Yeah, and, and I'm wow. just thankful that we, I, them, <laughs> you know, it's the right time to be in business yeah. and and. So today we celebrate good sales, high numbers, and Miguel's birthday. Boom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Miguel. Yeah, you got a Thank birthday you. gift Thank right you. there, Miguel. <laughs> These are the days. These are the days, yeah, my These people. are the days. Right now. John, I'm glad to hear all that hard work's paying off, man. Yeah, 100%. I mean, as long it's, as I know it's not really like, uh, you know, hit the lottery. You got to retire? I wish we hit the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we have, you know what I mean? And in retrospect to where we've been in blading for the last 20 years, you know, it's like to hear people are to see the numbers and to, you know, not just aggressive, but it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing right now. I'll just leave it. it is. So. And hopefully it keeps going. That's awesome, man. That's beautiful. beautiful for everybody. Really. So happy to hear that. Yeah. It's beautiful, man. This is, this is, this is it. It's beautiful times. Enjoy it. To the highest point. All right, well, (laughs) that's that's a good part one. We don't want to keep you forever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll pick up on this uh, another time. Thank you for for joining us on our first time having a Zoom podcast in the midst of this very unique time. Mm -hmm. Mr. President, Uh, Mr. Vice President. (laughs) <laughs> and enjoy the rest of your birthday today. Maybe you guess what's feeding it. John's the president. John's the president. Miguel's the secretary of defense. Yeah. Okay. Ready, ready for war. <laughs> yes. Miguel's the secretary. He's of defense. always there, like ah. <laughs> and this is, the, this is the future right here. Right there. Future. His future. Was yesterday, right? His birthday was yesterday. Yeah. He, oh shit! Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> They're going crazy. He's another one full of passion. Get ready, dude. <laughs> 
he's ready to go. <laughs> yes. Oh man, he's good. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for joining Bye, us. Brother. All right. I'll let you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Happy birthday to, to you. Happy birthday to you. I got a hat on. <laughs> Believe me. Thank you. Wow. Feliz dia, Miguel. Compleaños, Feliz. Compleaños, Feliz. Thank you. Happy birthday. Okay. I'm going to click. All right. Hello. Can you hear me? No, right? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, so I mute my shit. No, we can hear you. I did it. No, you didn't. We heard you. We heard you. We, I, I, I think, I think the mute button mute. might be muting us. It might be muting us, the mute button. Ah, this is sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'm in the phone. Yeah, I got it. Found it. Test mute. it. Hey, ho puta. <laughs> you can we hear, hear me? You. Yeah, we hear you. Wow, what the fuck? <laughs>